G'day, it's Leah, and welcome to our show podcast here on Triple M's Listener App. And uh, this podcast all around the crime forum that took place at Toowoomba's Armitage Centre on Wednesday night, February 15. And this follows, of course, incidents in our city, escalating crime over the last 18 months, a death of an elderly man after being robbed right out front of Grand Central at a peak hour time. And then, of course, 2.30 in the afternoon, Earlier this week, a gunshot that has injured a 16-year-old girl in our CBD. It is absolutely extraordinary what has been happening in and around our region. People were fed up and wanted answers. And so the Crime Forum was held without the presence of the Premier Anastasia Palaszczuk. And there's no doubt that was very disappointing. But, uh, anyway, uh, here on our podcast, we uh, bring you all of the wash-up from uh, that crime forum on the Wednesday night. Uh, the uh, news obviously going national with the crime forum that happened last night at the Armitage setup in the Empire Theatre Precinct. Uh, our newsman Dan was there Last night. Good morning, mate. Good morning, Lee. Uh, you've pretty much just walked across the road from that because what was only meant to be maybe an hour or so it ended up, how long was it? Three hours, three 45 minutes? And a, yeah, three and a bit hours. Look, I saw a lot of people had to leave during that time, but there were still lots and lots of people there past 10.30 last night asking questions, trying to get answers from these ministers. When you arrived, 300 people inside, many more outside watching monitors. What was the general feeling? What was the mood? as you as you arrive could you feel the tension in the air yeah there was definitely some tension in the air lead look people that had come ready to share their stories and initially they weren't going to get given that opportunity and initially there wasn't going to be a Q&A section as far as I could tell police media said look it's not going to be a town forum where we hand around a microphone and then um, so what was it going to be a slide presentation well people had put in questions beforehand that okay, they, so they were going to address a in a presentation yeah yep. but essentially the crowd got pretty sick of being talked to uh, after a while and then demanded some questions and then oh, fair cop to everybody on the panel there they were listened to to for a number of hours. These okay. people got barraged by questions, and rightfully so. From but the these wrong people, though. Well, I mean, in the Fair Income Department, it, you know, our police commissioner, uh, you know, doesn't need to be copping a barrage of questions uh, under any circumstances. No, and there was a lot of support for the police issue. there last well, night. I, I'm glad to hear that. And the crowd did call out at one point a few glaring absentees there, which being the Premier, obviously. Yeah. And another big one is a member of the judiciary, the other wheel in this cog, right, yep. of this youth crime problem. Um, no Shannon Fentiman, no Attorney General, no member of the judiciary there to represent their half of it as well, which is disappointing, and I, I think I felt that from the crowd as well. There are harrowing stories that we heard last night. There were. Elderly people attacked in their homes uh, who are now turning to vigilantism almost, when they're saying things like, well, I'll be ready for them when they come back, that's scary it's because scary. it never ends well. No. It never ends well. And that fellow who stood up and said that, that elderly fellow, was clearly frail. You know, it, it just oh, makes you think of Robert petrified. Brown who died the other day. And it was. There was a lot of fear in the room, Lee. The people are terrified and they wanted answers. And I think for the most part, the police gave the best answers they could, but I'm not sure those ministers gave anybody any solid hope. There were pointed questions, uh, clearly asking about legislation changes. Uh, and again, it to me, because I have seen the, the video footage, uh, it to me seemed a bit, 
you know, a, to, for what of a better uh, expression, a bit castle-ish. Yep. It was a bit, you know, well, it's the vibe, it's the uh, constitution, it's the vibe, you know. It almost seemed like there, there really wasn't an answer. They, there was some talk about, well, we, we are saying to the courts that, and this is where your point of why wasn't there somebody representing magistrates? Because at one stage we were being told, no, no, we're instructing the courts to make it a high priority to yep. incarcerate these people who are recidivist offenders, yep. and yet that does not seem to pass the pub test for what all of us living here yep. are going through. It didn't the pass the room test, Lee. There were there were chortles and laughter and everything coming from the crowd when it said, "No, actually, bail conditions are harsher on these youth criminals than on adult adults." Oh, and it, there was right. derision from the crowd of that because that is just not anybody's lived experience. Well, I've mentioned it this morning that the Premier has uh, released a, through the Courier-Mail an interview. Uh, now, this interview is about the eight years in, in Parliament uh, and, and the amazing job that, that she has done. I don't know that she's read the room that well to be releasing it right now, but this question and answer, I thought, really uh, is at the crux of all of this. Who do you turn to for advice? Do you ever turn to... The people. The people. Do you ever turn to former ministers, former premiers at all for advice? No. Why? Well, I don't need to. So you just you just directly I speak talk, with the team. I talk to the people of Queensland. I talk to families. I talk to my cabinet colleagues. Um, I mean, in the fair income department. Mm. That's got to sting to anyone who was at that forum last night, doesn't it? I talk to people. Anyone that lives here. Yeah. Anyone that knows that a 75-year-old man was pushed over and and has died of his injuries by being robbed in the main street. Anyone who knows that there was a 16-year-old girl with a sawn-off shotgun, uh, getting shot by a sawn-off shotgun being brandished by an 18-year-old. Yep. Uh, in the middle of the city, in the middle of the afternoon. Yep. And the, the number one thing that is being asked is, will the Premier please come to our region yep. and talk to the people of Toowoomba? And then in that interview says, well, that's exactly what I do. I don't need advice because I talk to the people. Yeah. Well, which, which people? Well, we heard from the ministers the ones, last night. They the, said they're the ones in charge of this issue, this youth crime crisis that's going on. The crowd said, she's our leader. She needs to be here to answer for this. And the they're Premier. absolutely right. It is absolutely extraordinary. Uh, and one of the, uh, you know, I mean, we're hearing some, you know, just horrendous stories from last night. Uh, one that is making the, the national news today. A very brave woman uh, getting up and talking about the fact three years ago she was raped by a 14-year-old who yep. was then released and went back to school, went yep. back to living a life. Yep. Her life has been destroyed. Yep. She said all she's heard from the criminal justice system is about what about this fella and no one's spoken to her about what about her life. It really just beggars belief. So at the end of this, as people were leaving, was there any sense of a different attitude than there was when they arrived? Did did you feel as though people felt that they had now been heard and that perhaps things were ready to change? Or were people still thinking, well, at the end of the day, we've heard what they want to tell us and the, and the police, again, doing the best job they can do, but without the person who's going to make the changes to the legislation that needs to be made, are we any closer to a resolution? Look, I think that change of format and allowing the crowd 
to start asking questions with a microphone in their hand was very good, and it was an opportunity for the community to be heard. There's no way those two ministers don't go back to Brisbane now with a lot of those stories rattling around in their head, and I think a lot of people felt that, and that was satisfying. What we need now is action and more to come of it. I was asking the ministers afterwards, will they be willing to come back to Toowoomba for another forum in the future? This It doesn't end to, uh, today because that was held last yeah. night. Exactly, and it doesn't end for us because we're here. Thank you, Dan, and there'll be plenty more coming up in our local news here on 864 As I say, you can always catch up with that on our podcast. Thank you very much, mate. A crime forum last night at the Empire Theatre. Uh, obviously, uh, we had 300 people inside. It was a very quick sellout in a venue that many considered to be a bit uh, underdone for the amount of people that are concerned about what's going on. Uh, we mentioned that there is some video footage of it, uh, and we were trying to organise a way for you to watch it easily. Producer Rob, uh, you have now posted that to our social media pages. Yep, so if you just head to the uh, Triple M Facebook page, yes. Triple M Darling Downs. Um, the most recent post there, uh, there will be a link to the video directly. Yep. So uh, totally get around the whole Chronicle subscription thing. Okay, right up. So you can just go straight there and watch the video. Uh, no worries whatsoever. And uh, and have a look at what was said last night, the questions that were being asked by people and the answers that were being given by those uh, who were attending. Uh, it is, a, again, just a real shame that uh, one of those attending wasn't the Premier of the state, who I'll remind you, when asked in an interview just the other day about what she's been doing over the last eight years, had this to say when asked this question. Who do you turn to for advice? Do you ever turn to... The people. The people. Which people? The ones who want to know about the Olympics or the ones who are too petrified to live in their own community? I mean, it just absolutely beggars belief. And uh, thank you to newsman Dan, who's uh, done an amazing job putting the things together for us uh, from last night's crime forum at the uh, Armitage Centre in uh, Toowoomba. Producer Rob and I have had a look at the video footage. We've put a link to that now so you can watch it yourself uh, if you haven't uh, already got around it. Uh, and certainly the, the sentiment seemed to be very much the same. We, we heard some absolutely horrific stories uh, and we heard stories of people in fear of living in their own communities, uh, in fear of living in their own houses, in fear of going to shopping centres like Clifford Gardens where there's no longer a police beat and other areas where they go where there isn't clear police presence. And again, there is absolutely, and from what I, I saw on the video last night and certainly from what Dan has told me from being there on the ground, uh, there is uh, absolutely 100% support for our police here in the region. That is certainly not the issue. The issue is around what happens once our police do their job, as they do very well, and then what happens to the these that are perpetrating the crimes, particularly those that are doing it on a, on a regular basis. Uh, the glaring omission from last night, of course, is the Premier, Anastasia Palaszczuk, refused to come to the city to talk to us. That's despite the fact that if you listen to or read the interview on her eight years in Parliament, as eight years as Premier, that the number one thing that she prides herself on is never taking advice from any other ministers or former Premiers, but instead taking all of her advice by talking to the people and talking to families. 
I don't know that that particular comment is passing the pub test in our part of the world or North Queensland or other parts either at the moment. One triple three five three. love to hear from you. Were you there last night at the forum? Did you watch it online? Uh, and do you feel as if we got listened to appropriately? And do you think from what you saw, from what you heard, perhaps what you asked and were answered with, that change is on the way? Because change is absolutely what we need. One triple three five three. I'd love to hear from you, and we will hear from some of the people too uh, that uh, were going at the front of the uh, Armadie Centre last night, waiting to go in and uh, see what happens. Uh, just exactly what they were saying. Uh, some three hundred people turned up last night to the Armitage Centre at the. Empire Theatre Precinct, many others out in the front lawn watching on big screens. So there is a video of the uh, the night uh, that we are trying to make sure that you can access uh, free of charge so that you can have a look at it. I think it's important that you are able to do that. Uh, so we're doing that. But in the meantime, I wonder if you were there, 13353, did you feel as though that as a community we were listened to? Were there the appropriate answers that you were looking for? We uh, spoke to some of the people who were outside waiting to get in before this uh, forum began, and uh, these are the things that were on their mind. Um, our car was stolen back in November, and we're still to get it back, but I also just want to be here to show my support for the rest of Toowoomba and just really try and help Toowoomba rid its crime um, problem, I think, and just, you know, get a better community feeling for us. And I think the victims are often the ones that are forgotten. It's more focused on the the perpetrators, if you like, Uh, and maybe just to see if we can do something with with the youth that commit these crimes. You know, can we help them? Can we get them before they get into this position? I've come down really to support the community and really just see what is happening and um, maybe see some open-mindedness from the ministers in regarding what is happening and instead of just burying their heads in the sand, really. A lot of listening and a lot of action is what we're really aiming to hear and see. Yeah, especially um, in regards to what is the violent crimes and stuff, you know. That's our main concern. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this was the the place to come to retire, you know, raise your children, go to school and stuff like that. And now, you know, it's just an unsafe area, even just to go shopping, really. Well, I just think that something needs to be done about the safety in Toowoomba and the juvenile delinquents that are um, running around with absolutely no um, consequences is ridiculous and I just think something's got to be done about it. It's it's not good enough to say, oh, they are disadvantaged. Yes, we all have problems in our life, but you've got to get over it and it's just not acceptable that they're terrorising the old people and everyone in Toowoomba. Well, it would have been wonderful if the Premier had attended, um, but I think that steps have got to be taken that um, there's more consequences for um, these guys, you know, doing what they do. Well, I, do, I worry about my family, I worry about my parents, um, they're older, and I just think it's not even safe for them to go into Clifford Gardens or to Grand Central anymore, and that's just not on. It's definitely got worse, and yeah, and you know, the, the police are doing a fantastic job, but the, they, they're just getting released the next day, and there's... This is just not going to work, and it's just not good enough. Some of the comments from people out the front of the event just uh, waiting to go in. Last night, thank you, Newsman Dan, was uh, almost a bit of a, a lamb to the slaughter for the uh, police who were in attendance, including the Commissioner, Katarina Carroll, and uh, the Superintendent of the Darling Downs, Douglas McDonalds, uh, who were there 
doing the best they could to try to answer questions uh, that we have here in this region about this escalating crime scenario that we are facing. And whilst uh, everybody wanted to be asking those questions of the Premier, uh, the Premier was no show. But uh, there was Douglas MacDonald, the uh, superintendent for our region, he joins me for breakfast this morning. Good morning to you, Superintendent. Good morning, Lee. Uh, last night, the the frustration in the room, uh, it, it was palpable. You you must have heard it. Uh, and and in a lot of ways, it is concerning. Even the, the, the gentleman whom the building that you're in was named after, uh, Clive Armitage, one of our well-known uh, people in this region, uh, standing up and telling his story uh, and uh, echoing sentiments of many people. They're scared. They're frustrated. And unfortunately, they're getting to the point where they're almost willing to act. And that's the last thing that you really want, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Look, um, I totally understand how the community feels about this. Um, As I've said a number of times, um, you know, the police that uh, work with me, uh, we're local um, people as well, you know, and, and we really get that sense of fear and frustration that the community has up there. And um, and we're certainly um, trying our best to work with the community and the government to to help that out uh, and to find um, solutions to that. But uh, on your point about the frustration the community has, um, uh, you know, on the verge of violence and taking things into their own hands, uh, you know, I absolutely won't tolerate that. I made that clear last night that yes. any form of vigilantism is is not tolerated and in such a a community-orientated place like Toowoomba, um, it, it shouldn't be acceptable behaviour. And I really um, take my hat off to those members of the community, particularly online, that call out that sort of behaviour. And even the, the comments that are made online, what we've seen is really the community making sure that we don't descend into that sort of uh, uncontrolled violence towards um, people without any a lawful recourse. Absolutely. Uh, obviously, we, uh, again, heard from many people last night who, uh, rightly so, think the police are doing a fantastic job in and around Queensland and in our part of the world, and I echo that sentiment as well. I think the job of our uh, police here is absolutely one that I wouldn't want to do, but I'm thankful that those who put their hand up to do it are doing it as well as they possibly can. But there must be a level of frustration when you're seeing in your uh, police uh, reports, the same offenders over and over and over again? Yeah, look, it can be frustrating. Um, um, I often talk to officers and there is a level of frustration around that. And But um, having said that, um, we work within, um, you know, the law, uh, the lawful framework that's uh, provided to us by government, um, which is elected by the community. And, um, it's a complex system, but um, you know what I can say from from uh, speaking on behalf of my officers. They they show up to work every day. They do their best. We do what we can to keep the community safe, and importantly, um, is working um, with the community to increase um, that. Uh, I guess. Um, community safety up there in Toowoomba in particular. Um, Good partnerships, um, as we've seen before, the community calling in suspicious behaviour and activities to us to keep us well informed of what we're dealing with. That's really important for us, and and we certainly can't do it ourselves just alone. We really need that support from the community, government and other agencies to do that. 
Just one last thing. I, a, a lot of discussion last night about uh, places like Clifford Garden Shopping Centre in particular uh, that, that has seen a lot of people very, very concerned about being there. And I've had a number of phone calls this morning about exactly that. And it seems to be, you know, those places where police beat was taken out. Uh, I, I mean, I think they're very, very effective. And I, I wonder whether you feel the, the same way. Would you like to see more funding for police presence in areas like those larger shopping centres? Yeah, look, um, what, uh, what's changed in that space is um, being more agile around where we place our resources. And what we've done is we've now got a mobile police beat um, that we can deploy to those areas. Um, so it's with the fixed beats, they were certainly, um, um, you know, um, basically centralised in one area. What the mobile police beat gives me the ability to do is move those resources around as I need. And I've spoken to the officer in charge of Toowoomba last night about those challenges that are at Clifford Gardens there and a focus on getting more police resources in there. And, and, and that's why it's important for us to listen to the community about where those issues are and where they'd like to see more police. When I can hear that, then we can make those um, uh, adjustments to our resourcing. Superintendent for the Darling Downs, Douglas McDonald, I thank you very much for your time. Last night, thank you for what you and our police here locally do. Uh, and it is, uh, it is one hell of a job. But you've got to wonder, don't you? Because just a reminder that Douglas McDonald, our superintendent, the commissioner of the police there last night, fielding the frustrations and not there, the person who in an interview just released today says this. Who do you turn to for advice? Do you ever turn to... The people. The people. Do you ever turn to former ministers, former premiers at all for advice? No. Why? Well, I don't need to. So you just you just directly I speak talk, with the I people. Talk, I talk to the people of Queensland. I talk to families. Just none of them here in the Garden City. G'day, is that Jib? Yes, it is. G'day, Jib. I'm well. I'm so sorry you've been waiting on there for so long. No, mate. I'm just um, I'm just uh, so saddened to see all this um stuff happening in your beautiful city over there, mate. I'm just telling Rob. I had the unpleasant um, fortune or whatever with my truck breaking down in Toowoomba. Anyway, to cut a long story short, I spent a couple of hours at uh, Clifford Gardens Shopping Centre. Anyway, I had to catch a taxi back yes. to my truck. And at that taxi rank were four young girls. And, mate, I'm 182 centimetres high and 115 kilograms, and I was scared of those four girls. So that's, just, that's just what you get when you when when you uh, when they talk. I can understand the frustration, and I can understand why that poor old fella died at seventy five year old, mate. Like I played a lot of A grade country rugby league. Yes, and, and and you know I'm no I'm no um, I'm no slouch, but mate, those girls, what, what you know, fifteen or sixteen, where, where are their parents? Yeah, where, it's where? it's a very good question, and and look, there's a. There's a lot of questions that we need to ask about what is happening with these young people. Why do we have, you know, I come to work at, at, a, at a three o'clock in the morning and there's yeah. very few mornings that I drive into the Toowoomba CBD that I don't see two or three young people together uh, walking, uh, you know, they've got bags, they've got hoodies on. Yeah. I, I can't imagine they're doing anything positive for society at three o'clock in the morning, but why are they out there? And then why? at the same time, I go home at about 11.30 
6.30 midday. And when I drive home again, I'm seeing young kids walking the streets on a school day. On a school, mate, I was on a school day there at that Clifford Gardens taxi rank. Yes. Mate, and, and there was there was older ladies and people sitting around there, and I thought, what's this world coming to? And, you know, I, I'm probably getting into trouble for saying it, but, mate, if I was out at 10 o'clock back in 1975 and my friends didn't know when, where I was and I got home, I couldn't sit down for a week. Oh, 100%. And that taught me respect. I had respect for my parents. I had respect for, for other people's property. And I was proud that, you know, I was proud to walk around the street with people knowing me that, you know, I respected their, their views. Absolutely. And yep. But and still, I was the same. My father was a bootmaker. And yeah. uh, and he had a, uh, a bootmaker's, what they used to call a strop. I know, I'm sure you know what yeah, I'm talking about. Yeah, uh, yeah. And, uh, and I tell you what, you get one of them around the back of your legs when you come home when a couple of hours after you should have. Uh, it's the last time you do it. Yeah, mate, until we teach these young kids respect, they got no respect for anyone else. That's why I worked out in Toowoomba the other day. They got no respect for anyone. They have no respect for human life, no respect for your property, no respect for anything. The only thing that the only thing that they, they want to respect or what is cause havoc on some other poor bugger. That's yep. all they want to do. Absolutely. Until, until someone sits them down and, and tells them, mate, if you do this, the consequences of your action are going to be fairly severe. Instead of tapping them on the shoulder and heading out, mate, it's sad to see. It's sad to see a city like that. But me, just me and a truck driver and living in Cumbia. But I had to stay in there for four hours. And at that, that shopping centre, I was pretty much amazed at just what goes on there. Really, yeah. when I sat around and looked at it, and yeah. I said, "Is this the generation that we're going to be? You know, the next generation that they're going to have running the country?" Mate, it's terrible. Sad until these kids are taught respect. We've got pretty much an uphill battle. Anyway, 100%. mate, have a good day. You eh? too, Jim.